Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be covering the early games in the NFL for Week 13, as well as the Thursday night game. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Alright guys, it is week 13 in the NFL. That means it's time for the roundup. Uh, going around the league, all the games, so uh, just sit back and relax. I got this. So, um, <laughs> This week was kind of a bizarre week to be honest. Um, well, we'll go all through all the games and I'll, you'll see what I mean. There's kind of a theme to this week, so... Let's get into it. Let's start with the Thursday game that had Dallas playing again on Thursday night because they had the Thanksgiving game. So they came back again for another Thursday game. This time they went to the New Orleans Saints and they beat them 27 to 17. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Dak Prescott. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah game. Uh, 40 Pass attempts, 26 completions, 238 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He was sacked once. So, you know, uh, it's not what you want, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it, I mean, he wasn't horrible. He wasn't great. So, somewhere in the middle. So, that's fine. In terms of the run game, now, all the talk going into this game was, oh, we're going to use it. Ezekiel Elliott like we normally do and, you know, disregarding the knee, the knee that has been bothering him for a while. So, so in saying that, uh, he did carry the ball 13 times for 45 yards and he caught two passes for two yards and that was on three uh, targets. So, not your typical Zeke game. Uh, it's obvious the knee is bothering him. I mean, just look at his activity in the passing game. So, so enter Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, seven rushes, 71 yards, and a touchdown. And he pulled off a 58-yard uh, run, actually, in, in this one. He caught two passes for three yards on four targets. So, you know, there's a groundswell now to kind of fade Zeke for Tony Pollard, who's probably the fresher back of the two. But I think they still have some kind of allegiance to Elliott. I think going into this game, week four, uh, week 14 will be very interesting in that, well, pretty much... Uh, he's had the long rest. Zeke has. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. But I say watch how Zeke is used in week 14. I think that'll give you kind of a uh, kind of a look into how they're going to use him down the stretch. So keep your eyes on that. In terms of the pass game, uh, C.D. Lamb, seven catches for 89 yards, he was targeted 13 times. Uh, Dalton Schultz, five catches for 43 yards, targeted five times. Amari Cooper, back from COVID, two catches, 41 yards. And then Michael Gallup, five catches, 36 yards. He had the, the touchdown in this one, and he was targeted nine times. So, so, you know, it seems like they're working Amari slowly back. He only had the two targets in this one, whereas CeeDee Lamb, of course, saw the lion's share. And then after him was Michael Gallup. So so I think you're going to have a three-headed attack uh, from here on in, guys, which means it's going to be kind of a dice roll. I say still the pecking order is probably Lamb, Cooper, and Gallup. It's just that this week, like I said, Amari's getting acclimated back in and then little Dalton Schultz thrown in there. So um, I would kind of fade Schultz at this point. I think, uh, you know, you between those three receivers, I think they're going to see the fine days. So 
in terms of the Saints, well, it looks like Sean Payton has gone with Taysom Hill. Uh, 41 pass attempts, 19 completions, 264 yards, two touchdowns. He threw four interceptions, was sacked twice. He ran it 11 times for 101 yards. And amongst those four interceptions that he threw, he threw a pick six to Carlos Watkins for 29 yards. So, so it looks like Sean Payton is going to go with Hill, who just recently signed that uh, that contract extension. So, obviously, you know, they want to use him. They want to utilize him in whatever fashion that may be. Um. Let's look at the other players here. Um, in terms of the run game, Mark Ingram. Now, you knew that Kamara was still going to be out in this one. So, so you knew that Ingram was going to get the lion's share. But he, he had the 10 rushes for 28 yards. He caught one pass for minus two yards on two targets. Uh, Ty Montgomery for uh, rushes for him, 23 yards. Then he had four catches for nine yards on seven targets. Uh, here's what I'm going to say to you guys. If you got shares in Kamara, you got to keep him. I don't think you have much of a choice there. But I right now, I think you can pretty much fade Ingram uh, because uh, Taysom Hill is going to take off and run. He's going to take off and run, so that's going to not be good for Ingram. And I don't think it's going to be good for Kamara, to be honest with you. So, yeah, so if you got Kamara, you're in a pickle. Uh, but if you got Ingram, I say drop him for somebody. Maybe there's a uh, Donta Foreman out there. Uh, maybe his his counterpart, uh, Dontrell Hilliard. But I think right now... Um, you can't, you can't play Ingram. You can't. Not with Hill taking off like this. So, In terms of the uh, passing game, Deontay Harris, it looks like he's going to be the guy here. Uh, four catches, 96 yards, and a touchdown. He was targeted eight times. And on that touchdown, that was a 70-yard or so. Hill with the bomb to Harris. Lil Jordan Humphrey. Two catches for him, 49 yards, and he had a touchdown in this one. Nick Vanette, uh, three catches for him, 48 yards. He was targeted four times. Traquan Smith, two catches, 15 yards, targeted seven times. Uh, Marquise Callaway, one catch, 13 yards on four targets. Right now, I say fade Callaway, that's for sure. Traycon Smith, I, the targets are there. It's just that him and Hill kind of misfired there. It looks like it's going to be Harris, uh, even Humphreys a little bit. But I Callaway, I don't think he's going to be a factor in this uh, passing game. I just don't think so. Traycon Smith is possible. It's possible because, again, look at the targets that he saw. So, um, But this... Offense, um, Sean Payton's going to have to work some magic here. Uh, they have the long layoff, so maybe they can tweak some things. Coming up for them, they go to the Jets. They go to MetLife Stadium, so maybe that be that could be the elixir that uh, cures all their ills. And then Dallas, they actually go to Washington to face the Washington football team. That's pretty hot right now, so... And if Dallas isn't careful, I understand they got a two-game lead over Washington, but they have two more games against Washington. So uh, December, sometimes uh, the Cowboys like to slide a bit, so uh, that bears watching as well. So, All right, so let's move on to the early Sunday games. We're going to start with the Tampa Bay Bucks taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Then that was in Atlanta, by the way. And the Bucks come out with the win, 30-17. to 17. Let's talk about it. Tom Brady, back to doing Tom Brady things, guys. 51 pass attempts, 38 completions, 368 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. He wasn't sacked in this one. So 
I told you I was kind of worried about Tom Brady a little bit. He's been slumping. But I said this this Atlanta game is probably the right prescription for him. And I I stand uh, firmly in that. So, uh, yeah. So, he was able to get up off the mat in this one. So, you'd like to see that. In terms of the run game, Leonard Fournette. Not the monster game from last week, but you'll take this. 13 rushes, 44 yards. And then he had seven catches for 48 yards with a touchdown. And he was targeted eight times. So, uh, again, you know, not the Bafo numbers you saw last week, but that's because Brady tore it up through the air. But still, you'll take this. You'll take this and run. You're happy with it. Uh, the combination of Gio Bernard and Ronald Jones II, two rushes between them for five yards, two catches for seven yards on three targets. So limited use for them down the stretch. I think you're going to see a, a big appetite of Fournette. Um, I, I, I think that's probably the smarter play because you want to preserve Brady's arm. So, uh, yeah, so. I think down the stretch, you'll probably see a lot of Fournette, um, and rightfully so. So, um, in terms of the pass catchers, Chris Godwin continues to dominate, man. 15 catches, 143 yards on 17 targets. Wow. Ooh, man. That's a lot. (laughs) And then Mike Evans, seven catches for him, 99 yards. Uh, and then you have Gronk. Gronk, four catches, 58 yards, but he had two touchdowns, and he was targeted uh, eight times. So, um, yeah, so, you know, Gronk, as long as Gronk is healthy, man, you're, you're, you're in good shape if you got him, as long as he's healthy, because Brady's going to go to his guy, especially in when it comes to red zone opportunities. So, You'll definitely take that. Now, <laughs> this week, um, Antonio Brown was suspended three games because he provided the team a fake vaccine card. Now, remember, early in uh, preseason training camp, in fact, they reported that uh, the Buccaneers were 100% vaccinated, the whole team and the staff. So, I'm... So, you know, now this news comes out about um, Antonio Brown. First of all, it's a, it's a felony. So he's, he's getting off light with a three-game suspension. I, I thought he could be suspended for the year um, when all was said and done. Secondly, uh, this will teach you a lesson to pay to help next time because it was the guy – the chef that he stiffed who uh, tipped off everyone about his fake vaccine cards. So next time you want to pay people. And then just basically, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Uh, to go these limps and then remember, if you're providing fake vaccine card, that means you're not, you're not dealing with masks. You're not social distancing. You're not doing the the safe things you need to do. So to me, that's a, that's a uh, suspension for the season in my eyes. That, But again, you know, I'm not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm not the front office there. But let's bring this to uh, fantasy now. He's going to miss three games, guys. This one and the next two. Uh, we're rolling up on playoffs right now, guys. I say... Do not marry yourself to Antonio Brown at, at uh, Brown at this point. You can't do it. You, you're you're trying to get into into the playoffs. Either you're trying to get into the playoffs or you're in the playoffs. Um, if 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 you're a team that's solidly in and you have an injured reserve spot, you want to stick them there. I get it. I understand. Uh, why not do that? But if you don't, that's holding up a roster spot. That's holding a roster spot hostage. So I say go ahead and drop him. Um, you know, 
That's just the way it goes. Just drop him. Uh, I still say I have trouble seeing him getting out there and doing something significant in these last few games that he has. Again, I could be wrong on this. I could be wrong, but I wouldn't go there. Uh, and it's funny because I had him on a few teams. I think one, I still, I'm still holding on to him. But in another, I had to drop him. I'm like, what am I doing here? So, you know, uh, we'll see if that bites me in the end. So let's talk about Atlanta. Atlanta. <sighs> Atlanta. Oh, boy. Uh, Matt Ryan, 41 pass attempts, 30 completions, 297 yards. He was sacked five times. No interceptions, no touchdowns, no um, fumbles either. So kind of a blocking for uh, Matt Ryan. In terms of the run game, Cordero Patterson, you know, we always got to start talking about him. 13 rushes, 78 yards, and then he had three catches for 18 yards on five targets. So, again, you know, that's, you know, that people are trying to talk up Quadri Allison and Wayne Gallman. At the end of the day, it's Cordero Patterson's uh, backfield, um, and we're just living in it. <laughs> in terms of Mike Davis, He's like a fly in the ointment, this guy. Four rushes for 32 yards. He had a touchdown in this. And then he caught four passes for 37 yards. So he's still around. He's not going away. And, you know, he's getting numbers here and there. But that's not enough to hang your hat on, to be honest. Uh, and this is my first time really talking, you know, him having a good game since early in the season. So... Do you want to run that risk and think he's going to, um, you know, do this every single week? I I can't trust that. So, yeah, anyhow, uh, let's talk about the passing game. Russell Gage continues to be like the target monster with Calvin Ridley on the sideline. 11 catches, 130 yards, and that was on 12 targets. He did lose a fumble in this game, so. And then you have Kyle Pitts, four catches for 48 yards on seven targets. I thought he would have a much better game in this one. But again, um, defenses are saying, look, we'll let everybody else beat us, but we ain't letting this kid do it. So that's just the way it is, guys. And then almighty Zacchaeus, uh, three catches for him, 44 yards, and that's on five targets. So. Moving on for Atlanta, they go to Carolina, who's just coming off the bye. Not sure what that offense is going to look like. It, it's, I would think it would look somewhat better than we last saw them. And I think Cam will, with a nice long rest, will be able to get up off the carpet and do a little something. So, Especially against this Atlanta defense. And then for Tampa Bay, they host the Buffalo Bills. And I'll talk about the Buffalo Bills Monday night or uh later on so moving on to the Arizona Cardinals going to Chicago and beating them 33 to 22 now in this game uh and they first of all they came off a bye the Cardinals did and then they welcomed back Kyler Murray as well as DeAndre Hopkins so let's talk about the Cardinals Kyler Murray not the sensational comeback that you want to see, but quiet as kept. He had a good game. Uh, 15 pass attempts, 11 completions, 123 yards. He threw two touchdowns. He also ran it 10 times for 59 yards and two touchdowns was sacked once. So all in all, when your quarterback gives you four touchdowns, you know, however way he gives them to you, you got to take that. So, um, so kudos to, to him for uh, coming out like that. And then in terms of the run game, James Conner is still holding it down with the absence of Chase Edmonds. 20 rushes, 75 yards. Then he caught two passes for 36 yards and a touchdown. So, And that was on two targets. Enno Benjamin, two rushes, one yard, one catch, 12 yards. So 
we already know what it is with that. So, uh, but very good game for Connor, that's for sure. In terms of the receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, two catches, 32 yards and a touchdown. Hey, you, t you take that, you know, in his first game back. I mean, you know, you, you definitely uh, take that and think of it as a sign of good things to come. So, uh, A.J. Green, one catch for him, 14 yards. Uh, Zach Ertz, one catch for him, 10 yards on two targets. So, so Zach Ertz slowed down a little bit again. The, that's only because, you know, Murray's coming back. He's trying to get in the swing of things. So, uh, and then Rondell Moore, uh, one catch for him for eight yards on two targets. He didn't run it three times, but only two yards. And then Christian Kirk, just the one catch for, for four yards, targeted three times. So, you know, this offense is trying to find itself. And the, th the thing is, man, even when they're trying to find itself, they, they still put up uh, 33 points. So, you know, you definitely take that. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's just a matter of time that they really get that offense rolling. So. Uh, in terms of Chicago, Andy Dalton, that's the thing with Andy Dalton. He's going to go up. He's going to go down. So uh, kind of down in this one. 41 pass attempts, 26 completions, 229 yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions. He ran it twice for six yards and was sacked three times. So. So this week you get the bad red rifle. So um, yeah, that that's that's not good. Uh, not good at all. In terms of the run game, David Montgomery. You know we we talk about him each and every week uh, since he's come back. Twenty one rushes, ninety yards, and a touchdown. He did catch eight passes for fifty one yards, and that was on nine targets. So that is the kind of volume that you. Definitely sit up and applaud uh, David Montgomery getting that kind of work. And, you know, surprising thing is to work out of the backfield catching passes. Um, that's normally not his forte, but in this game, he, you know, they figured they had to use, utilize him the best they could. So, uh, so he, he, he definitely uh, gave those with shares in him reason to uh, be giddy. So, Khalil Herbert, four rushes, 16 yards, one catch for 11 yards. So, again, we all know the pecking order with that, so there's no need to go there. In terms of the pass game, Jakeem Grant Sr., uh, three catches for – no, that's five catches. Nope, three catches, 62 yards, and a touchdown. That was on seven targets. Uh, Cole Komet. Uh, three catches for him, 41 yards on seven targets. Uh, Damir Bird, three catches, 36 yards on seven targets. And then Darnell Moody, five catches, 27 yards. And that was on seven targets. Oh, Joaquin Grant Sr. got the touchdown in this one. So, um, yeah. So, anywho. So that is the story for the Bears. And coming up for the Bears, they go to Green Bay for a Sunday nighter. So um, uh, not sure they're going to have Justin Fields for that one. I heard he was available for this game, but um, it seems they went with with, with uh, Andy Dalton instead. So um, maybe you get a change for Sunday night. We'll see. And then for Arizona, they have a Monday nighter themselves. They host the L.A. Rams. So in what should be a very good game, uh, division um, dominance is on the line there. So uh, that should be a good one. Okay, let's move on, guys. Uh, the Chargers going to Cincinnati and beating them 41-22. to Let's talk about it, guys. Um, in this game, the Chargers had a fumble return for a touchdown. Uh, 
Tavon, Tavon Campbell, 61-yarder, that went in for the touchdown. So you definitely take that. Uh, in terms of the Chargers offense, Justin Herbert, 35 pass attempts, 26 completions, 317 yards, three touchdowns, an interception, was sacked four times. So he's been hot as of late, uh, Justin Herbert. Um, he's been very hot, and uh, you you definitely want to ride a quarterback like this who's playing this well. So, uh, so definitely uh, big ups to him. In terms of the run game, Austin Eckler, eh, uh, Okay game by his standards. Uh, 14 rushes, 59 yards and a touchdown. He caught five passes for 45 yards on five attempts. He did lose two fumbles in this game, so so there's that. Uh, Justin Jackson, six rushes for 15 yards, then two catches for six yards for him. So in terms of the pass attack, Mike Williams with a nice game. Five catches, 110 yards. He was targeted seven times. Jalen uh, Guyton, four catches for 90 yards. He had a touch a touchdown in this one. And then Keenan Allen, five catches, 34 yards. He had two touchdowns. He was targeted eight times. So this is <laughs> this is like manna from heaven for uh for Keenan Allen, uh, those with shares in Keenan Allen, you definitely take this, man. It's like, you know, finally he gets in the end zone. Bad news, though. Um, he's in uh, health and safety protocols because of COVID. So he's going to need two negative tests before Sunday. I mean, it's early enough in the week. It's possible that he can... Um, suit up for Sunday. Let's let's be hopeful, guys, because if not, then you really got to scramble, man. And this late in the season, you don't just replace uh, Keenan Allen in your lineup. So uh, so let, let's keep our ears to the pavement for that. And then Jared Cook, three catches for 29 yards on four targets. In terms of the Bengals, Joe Burrow, ah, okay, yeah, it's a it's a good game, at least fantasy wise. Forty uh pass attempts, twenty four completions, three hundred yards. He had a touchdown throw, two interceptions though. He was sacked in this game six times. Loss of fumble. He had one rush for six yards and he ran ran it in for the touchdown. So, you know, yeah. But but Actually, in fantasy, the this is fine. This is a fine performance. It's just uh, in reality, he ain't too happy with it. So, anyhow, um, in terms of the run game, Joe Mixon with kind of a quiet one. Uh, 19 rushes for 54 yards. He did have a touchdown in this one. He had no catches on one target. He lost a fumble in this one. So, Joe Mixon kind of coming down to earth in this one. Uh, then again, the Chargers run defense, uh, can be stout. So it's no surprise there. Samaji Perrine, five rushes for him, 36 yards, two catches for five yards. So, you know, you just chalk this up to, uh, you know, the, the matchup wasn't all that great. You know, uh, Mixon will be fine. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Uh, turns of the passing game, T Higgins has been hot lately. Nine catches for 138 yards and a touchdown, targeted 14 times. Tyler Boyd, five catches, 85 yards on seven targets. And then uh, Jamar Chase, five catches, 52 yards on eight targets. And then C.J. Uzuma, three catches for 20 yards, targeted six times. So, um, yeah. Um, so... It's, it, it's going to be volatile, guys, because you got those three guys in there, Higgins, Boyd, and Chase. So um, it just so happens these past few weeks it was all Higgins. So uh, that could fluctuate next week. We'll see. Uh, in terms of next week, Cincinnati hosts the 49ers. So that should be a good one. So uh, 
yeah, so we see if uh, Mixon and some of those receivers can uh, kind of give you something there. And then for the Chargers, they host the New York Giants. So, um, but again, you know, monitor the week and see how the situation goes with Keenan Allen. All right, let's move on to Detroit hosting Minnesota, the Vikings, and <laughs> believe it or not, Detroit Lions get their first win of the season, 29-27. I told you some weird stuff is happening. So uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about uh, the Lions offense. Can you believe we're starting off talking about their offense? Jarrett Goff, 41 pass attempts, 25 completions, 296 yards, three touchdowns, an interception. He did lose a fumble in this one and was sacked three times. So, But fantasy-wise, this is a good game for, for Goff. So not too sure if anybody started him, uh, but, you know, uh, it, good game for him. Uh, Got to give him his due. In terms of the run game, Jamal Williams, you know that uh, DeAndre Swift is out with the injury. Uh, so it was pretty much uh, Jamal Williams and um, Jamar Jefferson. So uh, Williams, 17 rushes, 71 yards. He did catch one catch for nine yards. And then Jamar Jefferson, five rushes for 18 yards. Zero catches, targeted once. So, I mean, the run game did what it did. It wasn't outstanding or anything like that. But, you know, you'll take it. In terms of the passing game, Amon Ross St. Brown. This is the game that um, people have been waiting for from him. Ten catches, 86 yards, and a touchdown. He was targeted 12 times. And then you have Josh Reynolds, four catches, 69 yards on seven targets. TJ Hawkinson, four catches, 49 yards and a touchdown, targeted eight times. Uh, Khalif Raymond, two catches for him, 33 yards. And Brock Wright, uh, the tight end there, two catches for 28 yards. I believe he got the touchdown in this as well. So, um, and he was targeted three times so you know the Lions offense kind of doing something here so is it a sign of things to come I don't know if I go that far <laughs> let's talk about Minnesota the Vikings Kirk Cousins I say this all the time about Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> Four, 40 pass attempts 30 completions 340 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he ran it twice for six yards, was sacked three times, and lost a fumble. These are great fantasy numbers, um, guys. Uh, so if you started him, you're happy. You know, he he, he gave you what you, he gave you here, so you definitely take that. In terms of the run game, um, again, the backfield was all belonged to Alexander Madison because of the injury to Dalvin Cook. 22, uh, 22 rushes for 90 yards and a touchdown. He caught three passes for 34 yards. So, so guys, you'll get another week of Madison starting. Um, he'll be starting next week. So you can uh, kind of squeeze the juice out of the orange one more week before Dalvin Cook comes back. Hopefully he comes back. I mean... It's that's what's said he's going to come back, so we'll see. Uh, in terms of the passing game, Justin Jefferson continues his uh rock solid campaign 11 catches, 182 yards, and a touchdown, targeted 14 times. Tyler Conklin, seven catches for 56 yards on nine targets. K.J. Osborne, four catches, 47 yards, and a touchdown, targeted seven times. And Adam Thielen, um, only one catch, zero yards, targeted twice. He left the game in the first series uh, with an ankle injury, so, um, so we'll see how that progresses during the week. And 
they're saying it's not bad, but you know, he could miss some time. It, we'll see. Uh, if that's the case, guys, KJ Osborne, go out and get him. So, uh, so in terms of Minnesota, they actually have a short week. So, which is why probably Thielen may not play in that one. So, uh, they, Minnesota, uh, host the Pittsburgh Steelers. So yeah, so definitely try and scoop up KJ Osborne. Cause I don't think Thielen's going to play. And then for Detroit, they go to Denver. So uh, maybe they could put together a little two-game streak. We'll see. So, all right, guys, moving on to the Miami Dolphins hosting the New York Jets and beating them 20-9. to uh, Let's talk about it, guys. In terms of the Dolphins, two attack of Valoa, uh, okay game. 41 pass attempts, 30 completions, 244 yards, two touchdowns, was sacked twice. So you'll take this from uh, Tua. You'll definitely take this. This, That's for sure. Um, definitely can't complain about that. Uh, in terms of the run game, Miles Gaskin, 15 rushes, 44 yards. He did catch two passes for five yards. So, you know, he... I said week after week, he's the bell cow for for most part, but this run game still Salvin uh, <laughs> it Salvin Ahmed eight rushes for him for twenty three yards. So in terms of the passing game, Jalen Waddle continues his nice rookie campaign. Nine catches for ninety yards, targeted eleven times. Devontae Parker's back. He's off the IR, guys. So, five catches for 62 yards. Mike Gesicki, seven catches, 46 yards. Targeted 11 times as well. Uh, Albert Wilson, four catches for 26 yards. He was targeted eight times. And then Mac Hollins with the touchdown here. Uh... One catch for five yards and a touchdown. So, moving on to the Giants. Uh, now, in this one, Daniel Jones sat, and in comes Mike Glennon. 44 pass attempts, 23 completions. Boy, that's a lot of passes, man. Uh, 187 yards. He had an interception, was sacked three times. So, yeah, so, you know, uh, and I kind of alluded to the fact that you want to pick up the Dolphin defense for this one, and I, I stand firmly in that as well. So in terms of the run game, Saquon Barkley still slowly acclimating himself in. Uh, they're being very careful with him. Uh, 11 rushes, 55 yards. He did catch six passes for 19 yards, targeted nine times. And then his... His backfield mate, Devontae Booker, six rushes, 36 yards. He caught four passes for 18 yards. So, yeah, so, you know, when, when you got a guy like Mike Glennon back there, expect your running backs to get heavy work in the pass game, and that's what happened here. You got 10 catches between both uh, running backs here. In terms of the receivers, four catches, for 61 yards for Evan Ingram on five targets. Kenny Galladay, three catches for him, 37 yards, five, targeted five times as well. Uh, Farrell Cooper, gosh, I even realized they had him. Two catches, 21 yards on three targets. And then Kyle Rudolph, two catches for 18 yards, targeted four times. And then remember Sterling, Sterling Shepard out. Kadarius Tony out. I believe Darius get, uh, Slayton did play on in this one. Uh, I think he had only a catch or so. Anyhow, so moving on for the Giants, they go to the L.A. Chargers. Um, that'll be tough sledding for them. And then Miami has a bye, so they can kind of, you know, uh, rest a bit and see what's what coming out of the bye. So 
Moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles going to the New York Jets and beating them 33-18. to Now, in this game, Jalen Hurts uh, was out for this one. So, enter Gardner Minshew. Guys, you know, Gardner Minshew, he wasn't horrible in Jacksonville, but he, you know, give it if you give him weapons, he can be decent. Uh, 25 pass attempts, 20 completions, 242 yards, and two touchdowns. He ran it four times for 11 yards, was sacked twice. So Gardner Minshew, like I said, if you provide him weapons, he can be serviceable, and he was here. Um, in terms of the run game, now nah, I probably should have suggested this because it just seemed like the, the road was clear for him. Miles Sanders, 24 rushes, 120 yards. He caught three passes for 22 yards. Now, this is what you're supposed to get from Miles Sanders. But, again, when you have a running quarterback, and he's not going to be properly utilized, uh, Sanders is. so. But this is the type of game that those with shares in him are dreaming of. Because he's a dynamic running back, let's face it. So, uh, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, 12 rushes for him, 54 yards and a touchdown. He caught five passes for 33 yards. So, the backfield getting a lot of work in this one, rightfully so, since you got uh, Minshew there. So, uh, that's the smart play there. In terms of those receivers, Dallas Goddard with a rock-solid game after the dud last week. Six catches, 105 yards, two touchdowns. So, Gardner Minshew utilizing his tight end in this one. Uh, Quez Watkins, uh, three catches for 60 yards. And then Devonta Smith, only two catches for 15 yards, targeted four times. So, so guys, let's talk about the Jets. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson, again, this second game back. 38 pass attempts, 23 completions, 226 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. He did run it three times for zero yards, but he did run it in for a touchdown. So it was sacked twice. So three touchdowns from your rookie uh, QB. I guess you take that. Not Again, not sure too many people started a Zach Wilson this week, but uh, what can you do there? In terms of the run game, still missing Michael Carter badly. Uh, Tevin Coleman, 11 rushes, 58 yards. That's okay. And three catches for 19 yards on four targets. Ty Johnson, one rush, one yard, two catches for 14 yards, targeted four times. So, you know, uh, the run game is what it is. They desperately need Michael Carter back. Hopefully... Um, he's supposed to come off the IR after, after this week's set of games. So, um, he's still worth holding on to because, um, you know, they have nothing to play for. You got to see what you have future wise. So definitely a Michael Carter, you definitely want to have in your roster there. So in terms of the pass catchers, Elijah Moore, six catches for 77 yards and a touchdown, targeted 12 times. Jamison Crowder, four catches, 62 yards on six targets. And then Ryan Griffin, he had um, he had the other touchdown in this one. Two catches, 15 yards for a touchdown on three targets. So Corey Davis, um, they ruled him out for the year. They said, um, you know, he's done for the year, so... What you see with these receivers, that's what you're going to get. So, definitely Elijah Moore. I'm sure by now a lot of people scooped him up. Uh, you probably want to scoop up a Jameson Crowder at this point. He's going to work the middle of the field um, and get some looks. You want to go there with Ryan Griffin? I guess you could do worse. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I... I I wouldn't um, totally shun it, but, you know, it, it is what it is. So, anyhow, 
for the Jets, actually for the Jets and for the Eagles, both teams get buys in this uh, for next week. So, you know, and in fact, this actually works out because now you don't got to worry about putting these jokers out there at running back. So coming out of the bye, hopefully Michael Carter will be healthy and ready to go. Guys, I tell you right now, pick up and stash Michael Carter for your playoff run. Trust me on that one. And then, um, again, Philly, they, they have the bye going. So hopefully coming out of the bye, Jalen Hurts is healthy. So, um, but uh, Doug Peterson's going to have to figure out, man, how to how to utilize his quarterback and then get something out of Miles Sanders like what he got this week, man. The two can ex- can exist. It can exist if you know if you know how to do it right. So anyhow, that's that's my little rant there. <laughs> and then the last early game, um, Indianapolis going to Houston and embarrassing them, thirty-one to nothing. Uh, let's talk about. The Colts. Carson Wentz, you know, I say it every week. He is the game manager um, ultimate here. Uh, 22 pass attempts, 16 completions, 158 yards, one touchdown. He ran it three times for eight yards, was only sacked once. So Carson Wentz managing the game well, allowing his uh, running game to dictate the offense so and smartly so uh in terms of the run game speaking of jonathan taylor uh, i'm to the point where i'm sick of singing his praises now i'm just going to give his numbers you you know he's the top back in the nfl right now 32 rushes for 143 yards and two touchdowns he did lose a fumble in this game so uh so indeed he is mortal (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, Naheem Hines, three rushes for 24 yards. He did catch three passes for 22 yards, and that was on four targets. And then Deion Jackson, their third running back, six rushes, 19 yards, and he had a touchdown in this one. So, again, the run game just pretty much having their way with the Texans. So, uh, so that's the story of that, guys. And in terms of your pass catchers, Michael Pittman Jr., uh, six catches for 77 yards on eight targets. And he ran the ball twice for 33 yards. So here you are getting probably like uh, 200 yards on the ground. You definitely take that. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, two catches for 22 yards on two targets. Jack Doyle, I talked about him last week. This week, not so much. One catch, 13 yards. Zach Pascal, one catch for six yards on three targets. And then Mo Ali Cox, one catch, zero yards. And then Ashton Doolin had the other touchdown uh, on a two yard catch. So, in terms of the Texans offense, I, I really want to just bypass this and just talk about what's coming up for them. But I guess we'll talk about their offense. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, five, um, five passes completed out of 30, 13 attempts, uh, 45 yards and an interception. He did run it three times for 15 yards, sacked twice. So he couldn't do anything. So enters Davis Mills, not much from him either. Uh, 14 pass attempts, six completions, 49 yards. Two rushes for 11 yards, and he was sacked twice. So, uh, so your passing attack not even getting 100 yards in the air. So, uh, yeah, that is what it is. And then in terms of your run game, uh, now this one, you know, everybody seemed it was primed, you know, for them to have a nice game. Not so much. Uh, and then remember, David Johnson, he was out for this one. Rex Burkhead, eight rushes, 30 yards. He did have one catch for 15 yards on two on two targets. Royce Freeman, three rushes for him, 10 yards. He had a catch 
for 11 yards. So, so not much from the run game either. So when you, not much from run game, not much from passing game. That means your pass catchers, uh, not gonna do too much either. Um, and speaking of that, Brandon Cooks, this guy needs a rescue. <laughs> Three catches for 38 yards on six targets. He did run the ball once for 16 yards. And then Farrell Brown, uh, four, four uh, catches, 23 yards. He was targeted five times. He lost a fumble in this one, guys. And then Brevin Jordan, the tight end, two catches for seven yards on four targets. And then Chris Connolly, zero catches, targeted four times as well. Coming up for Houston, uh, they host the... Seattle Seahawks, so, um, hmm. and this, that Seahawks team, as bad as they've been playing, um, I think Russell Wilson, well, I'm going to talk about him when I talk about the late games. I think his game is starting to come around, though. And then for the Colts, they're on a bye, so, so they get to kind of rest a bit and get ready for the latter part of the season so guys i'm going to cut it off there and then when i come back i'll give you my late games including the uh sunday night and the bizarro monday night game man (laughs) what a game i tell you but uh so then this late slot we got some some close some close games uh one not so much and then like i said the sunday nighter and then the monday nighter (laughs) just a weird week (laughs) so we'll talk about it all right guys so i will talk to you on the other side so my peeps if you enjoy what you're listening to you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at ThatSportsDudeGD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.